Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Building a wall. The wall in Texas has officially begun. Juneteenth, a federal holiday. Most black people will be jubilant. Summit scorecard. I did what I came to do. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Texas has put a $250 million down payment on a project to build a border wall. The combination of state land as well as volunteer land will yield hundreds of miles to build a border wall in Texas. Governor Greg Abbott says a wall is necessary to fight illegal immigration and drugs now that the Trump border wall is dead. CBS's Maria Villarreal in Austin reports the effort could face federal resistance. I'm 76 years old, and I've seen migrants all of my life coming through. The Cavazos family has owned this land along the Texas-Mexico border for generations. When we visited Ray Cavazos on Saldua in 2019, they were battling the federal government to keep their land intact. Since then, they've lost six and a half acres. It's very easy to be sitting in your living room and they say, oh yeah, I built a damn wall, built a damn wall. They're not losing anything. We're losing. Patrick Svitek covers state politics for the Texas Tribune. He says Abbott may have his eyes on a presidential run in 2024. What today was about was him taking his most drastic action yet to show to Republican primary voters that he is the person who wants to continue the legacy of Donald Trump. In four years, the Trump administration only managed to build 52 miles of new structures on the border, with some sections costing as much as $46 million per mile. Texas Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee plans to celebrate Saturday with Republican Senator John Cornyn, a show of unity after new action on Juneteenth. What I see here today is racial divide crumbling under a momentous vote that brings together people who understand the value of freedom. CBS's Rebecca Kaplan. The House and Senate have officially voted to designate June 19th as Juneteenth National Independence Day to commemorate the day in 1865 when Major General Gordon Granger announced in Galveston, Texas that all slaves were free in accordance with the Emancipation Proclamation. The holiday is currently observed in 47 states and the District of Columbia. It's the first new federal holiday since MLK Day was created back in 1983. President Biden is back in the United States after a week overseas that ended with his summit meeting with Vladimir Putin. 
CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports on the effort for a diplomatic restart with a leading adversary. Returning to the White House overnight, President Biden seemed pleased after his three-hour summit with Russian President Putin. The tone of the entire meetings, good, positive. The two leaders emerged with some potential compromises. They planned to start a strategic dialogue on the future of nuclear weapons and discuss the fate of American prisoners being held in Russia. We discussed that. There could be some compromise. But the two signaled they're still at odds over issues like cybersecurity and human rights. Mr. Biden said he gave Putin a list of 16 U.S. infrastructure sectors like energy and water systems and airports that he says are off limits to attacks. In fact, they violate these basic norms. We will respond. New figures indicate COVID hospitalization rates are indeed higher in states where vaccination rates are low. In Wyoming, for example, with just 30 percent of people vaccinated, intensive care units have a greater percentage of COVID patients than anywhere else. 14 percent. Dr. Sean Grant is a health care analyst in Indianapolis. The rate of hospitalization among vaccinated people is 94 percent less than the unvaccinated. The brutal western heat wave is entering day number six. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli says more records will likely fall from California to Iowa. 114 in Las Vegas, 110 in Fresno. It is the peak of the heat wave along the west coast. No picnic in places like Denver, although a little cooler, right around 92 degrees. In the Golden State, KCBS Radio's Matt Bigler is trying to beat the heat. Good luck finding a portable air conditioning unit at Dutton Hardware. So currently we're out of stock of them. Global supply chain problems have caused shortages of AC units and parts for repairs. Elizabeth Jung with the Ace Hardware Distributor suggests something else to beat the heat. Swimming pools, the kiddie kind. I think I've sold three just today. They're going to have fun with it, but then they can only refill it once because of all the water uh, shortages and the drought we're in. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Leandro, California. Another major move into space for China. CBS's Peter King says for the first time in five years, the country has sent people into orbit, three of them. Now at China's new space station. The first crewed mission of the space station has started with what appears to have been a perfect launch. And liftoff. Lift off. Just spectacular. The launch at Zhengzhou 12 heading to the Chinese space station. Two Chinese space veterans and a space rookie are expected to stay for about three months. The core module of the space station was launched in April. A supply ship docked there last month. More compartments are expected to be added to the station next year. The House is expected to vote today on a bill repealing the 2002 authorization for the use of military force in Iraq. Just yesterday, Democratic leader Chuck Schumer said he'd bring repeal legislation up this year in the Senate. No current military operations rely on it, but there has been new debate over whether Congress has handed over too much of its war-making authority to the White House. The Justice Department has now abandoned its lawsuit and grand jury investigation against John Bolton. The Trump administration started it claiming a book the former National Security Advisor wrote contained classified information. Legal scholar Lori Levinson. The Biden administration wants to distance itself from what was seen as some politically motivated lawsuits by the Trump administration. The book's publisher is Simon & Schuster, a division of Viacom CBS. Members of the Ohio House have expelled Republican Representative Larry Householder. He's a former House speaker under federal indictment accused of orchestrating a $60 million bribery scheme designed to approve legislation for two nuclear plants and kill a ballot issue against them. 
He says he's innocent. I never solicited a bribe. I've never been bribed, and I've never sold legislation. He warned elected officials who didn't like Representative Householder aren't going to like him as a private citizen. He faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted. A brief Internet outage overnight hit everything from the Hong Kong Stock Exchange to banks in Australia and some U.S. airlines. For most sites, the interruption was just for a few minutes. There's a new analysis of driving under the influence from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. The number of crashes increasing about 4% after a state legalizes marijuana, but Institute President David Harkey didn't find a corresponding increase in emergency room visits until you add in alcohol. The legalization of marijuana has led to an increase in impairment involving alcohol and marijuana combined. Harkey saying what's needed is more enforcement and better education about the risks of all impaired driving. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. For the first time in 15 years, there's new music from Diana Ross. I just want to say thank you thank you Thank you is the new single from an album recorded in her home during the pandemic. The album will be out in the fall. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. We survived. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.